It is Monday, November 16th, 2020, and you are listening to the Federalist Forum, a constitutional think tank for every patriotic American. Today in the Federalist Forum, I'll talk about the events of this past weekend, and you may or may not be surprised to hear where the Democrats' strategy is coming from. That and more coming up next on the Federalist Forum. Good evening. Welcome to the Federalist Forum. I'm your host, Tom. Thank you for tuning into the podcast that's become a popular resource for conservative truth and action. The podcast that has become a bigger and bigger threat to liberal groupthink. Hey, I hope everyone has had a good Monday after an amazing rally on Saturday that was unfortunately again followed by complete madness and chaos by the radical left. One of the most disgusting things about that night, and there were many, many that I will get into here in a moment, but one of the most disgusting things was not only the complete passivity to it by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I mean, not a word from them, but also the passive support of it by the Democratic Party. While women and children were being attacked by Antifa and BLM, while women were being punched in the back of the head, while patriots were being ganged up on 30 to 1, kicked and punched, knocked to the ground, knocked out, stomped in the head, not a word from Harris or Biden for the group to knock it off. You know, the group that wants unity. But the Democratic Party this weekend, you know what they tweeted? The Biden-Harris administration will restore the soul of this nation and bring us together as one America. That tweet by them, that went out just shortly after a patriot was punched in the head from behind and then kicked in the head while he laid knocked out on the ground and his phone was stolen by some worthless little hood rat. So so he had no means to call for help. That's the tweet the Democratic Party put out. Not knock it off, get out of the streets, stop the violence against people you disagree with. No. Basically encouraging it. It's it's sick. And you know what? That's because when Biden and Harris say they want unity, they mean unity of the left to subjugate, persecute, harass, attack, steal from, and devalue everything about the right. They don't want unity with the rest of the country. They're coming for us. Saturday was just the latest example of what they will allow to achieve their means, to get their message across. Listen, I have been watching this stuff as it has happened for the last several months. Not from the media, but from ordinary people recording live streams of this stuff on the ground as it happens across the country. And then 99% of them that are recording these are members of BLM or Antifa or other radical left individuals that are live streaming these things. They record it, and then they turn around and deny that it's happened. It's madness. It's crazy. It's, it's bullshit. But for months, I have been watching these incidents happen everywhere. Kenosha. I watched Kenosha burn live. I watched the Kyle Rittenhouse incident live as it happened. It, it, the videos that so many have seen in the aftermath, those were streaming live, streaming live at the time. You know, in fact, in a previous show, I talked at length about that night. That show was uh, titled Causation in Kenosha, if you're interested in looking back for it and listening. We need more patriots out exercising the Second Amendment rights in our streets. And I'm not at all advocating for anyone to go out and start shooting anyone. Not in the slightest bit. We are law-abiding, and we have to stay law-abiding. Because that's what we're hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what we demand. And it's what we expect is law and order. So I'm not advocating... To start shooting anyway, I'm advocating for a show of force, a show of legal force, according to our constitutional rights, as a deterrent in these cities. Exactly the thing that took place in Kenosha. 
And look how quickly all of that ended afterwards. Not a stone has been thrown in Kenosha since. These little Antifa weasels, these eunuch cowards, they won't dare mess with a group of armed patriots. They go after women and children and, and others that are alone or handicapped. In fact, on a live stream from Sacramento on Saturday, and this will infuriate you, it was disgusting. I watched a member of Antifa swing a chain at a patriot in a wheelchair. I mean, how pathetic and cowardly do you have to be? That video is out there. You can you look for it, probably search YouTube or Google for uh, for that. But uh, and I'll try to post it on Parlor later if I if I remember about it. But it's it's sick. Unite though. Kiss my ass, Biden. As more and more pissed off patriots take to the streets to exercise their Second Amendment rights, and that is the only thing that's going to stop this. Then and only then might we see some of this start to calm down. At least the attacks on the streets. There is un there's no unifying with people who want to hurt you and take away your rights. People who want to steal from you. And that's what they want to do. They want to steal from you. People who are represented by someone who won't even speak out against the violence as children are screaming in terror as they are pushed to the ground and assaulted by these Antifa mobs. Good, hardworking Americans who love the country are violently assaulted and having their personal possessions stolen from them by these animal thugs. And not a word spoken by these two oh it so just pisses me off and most of the country is oblivious to all of this because the media doesn't show it it doesn't fall in line with the narrative and what they can profit on one way or another and that includes fake news fox as well and we've seen two american patriots murdered in cold blood by these leftist assholes this year and let me remind you that the Boston Massacre, where several colonists were murdered in cold blood by trigger-happy loyalists to the belligerent crown, that was the ultimate spark that led to the American Revolution. And we have jobs and families. We don't want to be doing this. We shouldn't have to be doing this. We understand and respect law and the value of life, where the left doesn't. The problem is that refusing to confront their behavior is not only ceasing to stop it, it's only emboldening the left to become more violent and more oppressive towards us. And they're going to continue to take more from us and attack more of us until we fight back. Trust me, we are on the right side of history with this. We are on the side trying to guarantee our children are not enslaved by mob rule. We have a long fight ahead of us. We're at a flashpoint in our history. And not since our Civil War has it been more imperative for introspection. The radically progressive policies and nature of our country over the last decade has accelerated the rate at which our American civilization is in decline. And the attitude of entitled narcissists and willfully ignorant liberals is infecting our communities, our schools, and our governing institutions with a progressive toxicity that may not be able to be reversed without immediate and continued action. We're being attacked. Drug cartels, sex, tra sex traffickers, ideological terrorists, disease, you know, riddled citizens of third world countries who seem to have enough ambition to want to change our country, but not enough courage to change their own. You know, this cannot continue and our government must protect us or we must protect ourselves by exercising our constitutional rights. Arguably, the only thing that can, can save our republic at this point are the continued convictions of more than 70 million Americans who've had enough of the politically and socially destructive policies of the Democratic Party, and who, you know, who just don't care about the well-being of America of our most productive and useful citizens. Because guess what? We are the most productive and useful citizens. These idiots on the left, they serve no value. They serve no purpose. 
They're leeches. They're violent leeches. They're disgusting. They don't bring any value to us. The continuity, you know, that runs through an otherwise fractured government is the sworn oath to the United States Constitution. And sadly, Democrats are not only failing to uphold their sworn oath, they are working in direct opposition to it. You know, for those of us who swore and honor the oath we took to serve this country, watching radical leftists show so much disrespect for that oath is frustrating and heartbreaking. We live by that oath, even post-service. And we expect that those tasks with those you know, those tasked with deploying us also serve that oath honorably. We've reached a point in our republic where those who've been elected and sworn an oath to uphold the law are effectively working to break the law and put American citizens in danger. Democrats have shown that Americans are not their top priority. They continue to openly advocate for anarchy in the streets and the dilution of law enforcement. They're openly enabling illegal activity, encouraging and enabling people who are attacking American citizens and not holding those attackers accountable instead of you know instead punishing those being attacked it's gross but yes aiding and providing comfort to an enemy is considered treason under article 3 section 3 of the United States Constitution and it's past time to hold democrats accountable for their failure to respect honor and uphold their sworn oath to we the people without laws we have no security without accountability we have no sanctuary Without respectful dedication of their sworn oaths by our congressional representatives, we have no country. Now, I want to read something for you once real quick here. In the big lie, there is always a certain force of credibility. Because the broad masses of a nation are always more easily corrupted in the deeper strata of their emotional nature than consciously, consciously or voluntarily. And thus, in the primitive simplicity of their minds... They more readily fall victims to the big lie than the small lie, since they themselves often tell small lies in little matters, but would be ashamed to resort to large-scale falsehoods. It would never come into their heads to fabricate colossal untruths. And they would not believe that others could have the impudence to distort the truth so infamously, even though the facts which prove this to be so may, may brought clearly to their minds, they still doubt and waver and will continue to think that there may be some other explanation. For the grossly impudent lie always leaves traces behind it, even after it has been nailed down, a fact which is known to all expert liars in this world and to all who conspire together in the art of lying. You know who said that? Adolf Hitler in Mein Kampf, Volume 1, Chapter 10. That is word for word Adolf Hitler, what he said. And it is word for word it describes exactly what the Democrats and their media clowns are doing. Exactly. They want to call us Nazis. It's sickening. There are so, listen, there was one Nazi party ever. I get tired of people throwing the word Nazi around. But if there is anybody that's behaving in an ideological manner similar to the behaviors and ideologies of the Nazi party, it's the Democrats on so many levels. And this last paragraph that I just read you about the big lie from Adolf Hitler is exactly what's playing out. It's disgusting. And that's all I have for today, folks. If you've enjoyed the show, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a minute to share it with your friends and family. Describe and leave me a review if you'd be so kind. Feel free to follow and engage with me on Parlor. My handle is at ExposingLibsBS. Friends, it is time for all of us to passionately take action, and we the people have a proud history of doing just that.
You've been listening to the Federalist Forum. Thank you for your listenership and for your patriotism as we fight together to preserve the founding principles of our constitutional republic. Until next time, sapientia est potentia. Wisdom is power.